Welcome everyone to the Gamer Like Dad podcast episode 7. We skipped the point .5. Last time we talked about it mm -hmm. being like a 6.5 episode. Mm -hmm. We're on 7. This is 7. And right. unbeknownst to you, we've been sitting here uh, making booger jokes. But I just outed this all. Yeah, booger jokes. Yeah, we had some outtakes and we didn't record them. That was our warm-up. That was our warm-up. This yeah. is podcast episode 7, right? Am I right about that? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm losing it already, guys. But if you're new to us, if you're just choosing this podcast, first off, we thank you. We thank you very much. We are three generations of gamers and collectors here speaking into your ear holes. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I was just going for something new, you know? What go do you think? Flow. Yep. Yeah, go with the flow. If you guys want to catch the video version, we are on YouTube. And uh, you'll be able to catch this podcast on Gamer Like That at YouTube and also... And Elder Geek Gamer. Yeah, Elder Geek Gamer on YouTube. So those are the two places you can catch us. But absolutely, we talk about uh, all things video games. We're family-friendly podcast, right? We keep things clean. Yeah, yep. pretty much, yeah. yeah. Our jokes are clean. Maybe not all that great in quality. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of dad jokes in this room. I'm afraid so. Yes. Bentley has to withstand. He fields them all, as we've said previously mm. in other podcasts. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But guys, again, thank you for joining us today. We are going to get right into, we have three segments. First segment, of course, we always like to talk about what we've been playing, watching, whatever in the media space, right? It's like the multiverse or the metaverse. I it's like, like the, the media verse. Yeah. I like multiverse. Multiverse. So we'll talk about that. Second segment, we're going to actually talk about, well, the main meat of the segment is uh, why we collect. This actually, this topic, we thought of this topic because we were, in our last podcast, we talked about the eShop closing, right? Mm, On yep. the 3DS and we the did. Wii U. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it brought up a lot more subjects for us. So we're like, you know what? Let's continue this conversation a little bit. We won't talk too much about Wii U and 3DS specifically. We will. They'll come up. But basically, why we, why we collect. And we'd really like to know if you collect, and if so, why you collect. Yeah, let us know the reasons down below uh, on YouTube, and also, uh, oh, we're going to be starting more conversations on Discord, and answering things on Discord, and actually having people... Why haven't we done that yet? Because we're old, and, you know, it takes, takes a while. You know, I just, I just figured out Facebook, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the young person, and I don't even know how to use Discord. Yeah, so well, you know, in our... Failing us in that department. Well, in our defense, we weren't PC gamers, you know, for the That's longest true. time, and that was kind of the main reason you did Discord, right? Mm -hmm. So we just used Xbox uh, because party chat. It is yeah. the superior method. Ooh, it is. But anyway, and then the third section, we'll talk about like what's coming down the pike uh, here in April. We got a couple of good games. The Captain Pike? Yes, Captain Pike. Fantastic Captain. Great. Yes. Great. Uh, but no, we will. Yeah, we'll talk about what's coming down down the line, what we're excited to play and see. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, um, let's start this first section off i'm gonna hand it to bentley bentley go mr b yes what's new in your life in the last two weeks since we last talked to these fine fine people well not much um i'd say the most significant thing is we went to see the mario movie yeah tell us your impressions that's that's kind of our main thing we, we I, weren't I, really i didn't go no they asked me but i didn't go well you had good reasons it's okay it's okay yeah. Yeah. There were there were a lot of people there. So um yeah, so we brought our I brought my blue shell. You brought your Goomba. I brought a Goomba. We were repping Plushies. pretty hard. Plushies. Nice. Yeah. Like a the, pillow um, so we could snuggle with. All the kids were like, Look, look what they have, mommy. <laughs> Buy two, me one of those. Two large men walking in with <laughs> yeah. plushies. Every parent now hates you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're also wearing Mario hats. I mean you had your Mario I had hat. Mario hat. I had my a bomb hat. He had a bomb hat. A bomb hat. Yes. Anyways. We represented, and it wasn't an I opening digress. night. This was like multiple days later. Yeah. There was a lot of people. Um, But thoughts on the movie? You know, yeah. it was good. It was fun to see uh, all the characters come to life for sure. And also the soundtracks. Mm -hmm. They took a little bit of abstract freedom or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So they mixed up the tracks a little bit, but they had the same same things. Um. There were some good remixes. Like, for instance, um, should we, okay, we're not going to do any spoilers. No. Um, and I, try to avoid. I, yeah, we try to avoid even what hasn't been shown in trailers. I mean, it's a Mario movie. It's a so. Mario movie. So when, when a scene is, when a scene is happening, sorry, Bentley, but one of the things that sticks out in my head is like the music in one of the haunted, um, houses, mm -hmm. mansions, mm -hmm. it'll drop 
I'm not necessarily saying he, you know, they're in one of those spots, but you, you'll hear the piano key and you're like, oh, and you know exactly what game it's from. Let's keep it simple. Is it better than the 1990s version of the uh, <sighs> yeah. Super I, Mario I, movie? I don't even think we have to answer that. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, John, was it John Leguizamo? And I know it was. he was Luigi. Wasn't John Leguizamo oh, Luigi? Oh, yeah, he was. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was It was better. Okay. Yes. So yeah. I had to know. Yes. Sorry, Bentley. Continue. Yeah. So the um, music, music. Yeah, that was the major things, music, and then seeing the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously it had a very lighthearted plot and really mm-hmm. not that. Nothing deep. Nothing mind-blowing mm-hmm. as far as a Mario movie, but um, it was still fun to watch and see. Yeah. I'm playing some uh, video for those watching on or listening. You can go on YouTube and watch, but we're just playing the last trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was a funny scene. Did you um, see this in 3D or 2D? We saw in 2D. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I believe that's it. Yeah. I mean, you have any more comments about Mario? <clears throat> so I was telling Bentley, I was like, you know, if I had, if somebody wanted me to give it a rating, um, Dad, you know, I mean, I'm, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm 45, so I'm a Nintendo boy for sure. A little, little on the older side, but I grew up in all stages of Nintendo. As a matter of fact, I even was even a little older, right? Like, cause once games like in Zelda, like, um, Skyward Sword, I didn't even play because mm-hmm. I was already married, I think, when Skyward Sword was out. Anyway, um, but I still consider myself a, a Mario, a Nintendo kid for sure. Um, it hit me in all the feels. I did geek out in the movie with like just little Easter eggs everywhere. I mean, this is look at this rainbow road scene. I mean, honestly, section of this movie is just like, is this, is this Mario Kart? Not yeah, Mario movie. Like is this it. Mario Kart movie? Like yeah. it was, it was pretty, pretty spectacular. Well, I remember enjoying a lot of times watching you play Mario. Yeah. All the different variations of Mario. I remember when they finally came out on the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. you had that echo when he went into the caves. Yep. That was like a first. Oh. Okay, so again, no, it, it's not spoiling anything, but those are the things you hear in the movie. Right. Every one, every um, moment like that when you played a game, they they threw several good moments in the movie where you're like, oh, that's, that's yeah, yeah, that's the underground level, that's the water level, that's you know the haunted mansion level, that's you know it's just like oh my goodness, you know, and it's just like little notes that drop, and it's like cool. perfect. Um, well, I will watch it when it hits video. So, and I was going to say, um, I think the critics are right. Like if you look at the popcorn rating, it was over 90. It was like 90. I think when it first came, like started, it was like a 98. It was super high. And then it dropped. It, it, it even down to like 90, 88, something like that. Now the, the, what is it? The Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes it was like 54. Mm, who cares? Okay. I said that too. But what's their job? Their job is to be critical of a movie with a story, right? Something that now, obviously they're going in as like, this is Mario. How much of a story? And you can give it the excuse and here's the excuse, right? It's Bowser trying to marry Peach. Is that a spoiler? No, because it's in every stinking Mario movie or game. I mean, right? Bowser steals Peach. He wants to hook up with her. He's jealous of Mario. Mario goes and saves her. It's weird, but that's the game. The story that keeps on giving. It's the, sto- it's the story of ages, I'm telling you. Let me ask you a question. When you were in the movie theater, what percentage of people had children with them and what percentage of people were just by themselves as grown-ups? The majority of people had children with them. I think we were like the only weirdos in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were those guys that they maybe looked at us side-eyed, you know? They're like, like what are you doing their, here? Pulled their children a little closer and started walking <laughs> No offense to those people who walk alone in Disney World, but we, I think we were those people. So, so if you saw the movie, did you see it by yourself? Or if you're going to go see it, would you be comfortable seeing it by yourself and not seeing it with any children with you? Uh, I might go early in the day so nobody saw me. No, no, no. Wear a hat. You know, <laughs> yeah. Go play well, Einstein. To be fair, we did see an earlier showing. So maybe later in the night there would have been Probably. more like adults. Some adults. Uh, yeah. But um, I I would have to agree, now that I've seen the movie, I believe the critic's score is good. Yeah. yeah. And, and re- Bentley, why would you say that? Like, do you have anything to add to that? 
I mean, okay, so we talked about this a little bit. It yeah. felt kind of rushed. There was not really mm-hmm. any depth to it. I mean, mm-hmm. there were some cool aspects to the movie, seeing things come to life. But, mm-hmm. like, just as a movie, it felt kind of rushed, and there was really no connection. Like, like you didn't really Things didn't go anywhere, right? They just anything. quickly, like, boom, 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 tried yeah. to get to the end. It's like cotton candy. It's light and fluffy and full of sugar. Yeah. You yeah. just eat it yeah. as quick as you can. Yeah. Now, now, having said that, I have this thought, and here's my hope, guys. Let us know your thoughts on this movie if you've seen it. Um, my hope is, now they've gotten the first one out of the way, and they tried to like kind of set everything up, oh, there will be lots of movies. Lots of spinoffs. L- oh, easy. And as a matter of fact, our recommendation, if you haven't seen it, stay to the end of the credits. Boom. Yeah. There's a mid-credit scene and an end credit scene. Oh, cool. So there's a little tip for you guys. Yeah. Um, but I would have given it, maybe an 8.5 in the nostalgia feels, but I would have given it like a six in, in just the movie itself. Not to veer off too far. And I don't know if people yeah. heard this in the last episode. You went and saw Dungeons and Dragons too, didn't, didn't you? Yeah, we did. What would you That's give right. it? Bentley. You're the, you're the D and D guy. Bentley. Yeah. Cause Bentley's um, the true D and D guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, did it hit you in the nostalgia feels for playing the game? I mean, yeah, I did. But like, I mean, I'm not necessarily as intense as some, Dungeons and Dragons players. I mean, I, I mean, I know you're not the, the basics. DMs. I yeah. know the basics, but I'm not. Um, there's probably some Easter eggs that I missed, but yeah, yeah I would definitely give it like a nine. And yeah, so from an enjoyment really factor, it. yeah, is there yeah. cool? I yeah. can't wait to see that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I. If I were to give the D and D rating versus, so just as far as a movie and Mario, D and D blew Mario out of the water. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Even even as far as in just just total enjoyment. Like yeah. it was funny. I can't wait. It was great. I think I think you'll love it. Um, but don't not go to Mario. Like if if you guys are any any way nostalgic for Mario, go see it. Yeah, and I think you're right. It'll be a good setup, and then hopefully they can branch out a little bit. Hopefully they'll slow it down. You know, when they introduce introduce new characters. I mean, think about all the games. Right? There's Luigi's Mansion. There's obviously Mario Kart. There's um. I mean, there's Yoshi. There's like maybe it'll be the next Toy Story and have all these branches, yeah, off, something like that. Yeah, and then they'll all come together like Marvel's Endgame, <laughs> and it'll just be this amazing like culmination. Of... Bowser will have this big gauntlet. Uh-huh. He's got gems stuck in it, and he can blink, and like the whole world goes back to the way it was twenty thousand years ago. Bowser will realize that Peach really wasn't uh, his, you know, his truly beloved, and and uh, he decides to. He uh, caught. He caught her shaving. Oh jeez! Anyway, never mind. We're creating new lore for Mario, which may not be kid friendly. I don't know. Don't okay. listen to us. I'm done. All right, guys, that was it for the the Mario discussion for us. Uh, Dad, what have you been playing? I have been playing, playing, or um, watching. I've been watching myself play um, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, oh. the original Baldur's Gate on uh, Xbox, mm-hmm. which a couple years ago was made into a 4K version. The only bummer is it's, it's uh, not co-op um, over the internet, so Chris and I need to get together and play this. Um, this is me doing, I was opening up the, um, um, oh, what's the dude down there? The gelatinous cube. The gelatinous cube. There's me shooting a gelatinous cube and talking about it. Yeah. If you want to check this video out on my LG Gamer YouTube channel, it's there. It talks about those two collectibles. Um, Driss Duorden also, who's one of the characters in it. I think this is based on the D and D rules, uh, third edition D and D rules. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm just this whole gelatinous cube thing. It just blows me away. I mean, eats up all your flesh, leaves the bone there, and all the weapons. But don't try to reach in and grab those weapons because you're gonna be gone. So, Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fast forward it to the actual figure. Look at how cool that isn't that awesome. That, yeah. that that's a game stop. And if you check out the video, check out the comments. Mm-hmm. One of the guys who was actually involved in the production and the pre-approval of this before it went public uh, actually commented on it and how proud he was of his participation in creating this particular piece mm-hmm. and was glad that people were still talking about it and uh, doing things like this video. That is a fantastic piece in wow. Bentley. Would you say that since Dad has done this video and he's a gelatinous cube fan, should he go see the D&D movie? Oh, yeah. You might have some... Dropping hints. Yeah. Sweet. Some satisfaction in mm-hmm. the gelatinous cube realm. Yes. So that's what I've been playing. And I'm actually now playing the um, Crips level two. And I plan to do a video of the five top tips to uh, survive the Crips. The Crips? How do you say Crips with it correctly? There's a T in it. Crips. 
Crips and delicious. We're going to get into some ASMR. I'm going to whisper. Anyway, so I will be doing a video on that. I've already recorded quite a bit of it. and Tell you the top five things to help survive the crispy crips. It, it looks pretty smooth. It's a little, I don't want to say it's muddy, but it, it is because it's, what's been, what it has it been upgraded to? 4K. It is 4K. Yeah. But it, it's just a little smooth around everywhere, right? Yeah. As far as the graphics. But compared to what it did look like. Oh. And it's just, I'm sorry. There's just, it's just so fun. It, yeah. It's one of those games I can oh. keep going back to. There's the beholder. The beholder. I go back to and back to and back to and play it over again as a different character. And I have the same amount of fun. You know what? I remember that. Okay, let's go back. I remember that item level or the um the menu level. Oh, yeah. I mean, the menu for putting stuff on your character. I remember this. Uh-huh. Well, you and I played this, <clears> and we also played uh, Dark Alliance 2, and we also played... Um, oh, what's Okay. There's another one that's very similar to this that we played. And that was on the PS2, and we actually play, able to play it over the internet. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and... Um, um, Ice Dragon. Check out Wolf Heart FPS. He's one of the guys I follow. We've great, plugged him before. We've plugged him before. Mm-hmm. He does a playthrough of this game on hard. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give up and completes that game. I mean, the guy is just a maniac. That's insane. So check him out. But that's what I've been playing. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Um. And we also played. If you guys want to check it out on Elder Geek Gamers channel, we played Gauntlet. We did the first one. Did you see the most recent comment? Mm-mm. I forget who um, commented on it. I apologize that I can't call you out. Um, he said that uh, he had never beaten that particular game, but he's obviously he's never been able to find anybody to play it with him. Mm-hmm. So I think that di- being able to have two people made all the difference in the world because we just breezed through it. Oh, yeah. And we clunked our way through it because we didn't know what button did what. So. Yeah, we were trying to figure out how many coins, if we were actually putting coins in, how many did we spend? We figured it was like 20, it was kind of 25 sad. bucks probably. Yeah. It was kind of sad, but anyway, we blundered our way through it. We had a, just a gas playing it, so check it out. Yeah, and back in the day, we we didn't have that many coins, Bentley, you know. Yeah, yeah. When we played in the arcade, did you hear us talking about how you'd you'd reserve your spot with a quarter on the on the machine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One other thing, I did look on the, um, I think it was in Game Pass or just the old games on um, the Xbox Marketplace, mm-hmm. and they have a 360 version of Golden Axe. Golden Axe 2 and Golden Axe 3, and they're all playable co-op online. That's awesome. So I would highly recommend them if you haven't looked at it in a while and want to get into playing this with your friends, that is available on the Xbox um, Marketplace in the store. That's really cool. Yep. All right, well, that's been our two weeks. Would you guys say that's a pretty good review, right? Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next section. That was Metroid. That was Metroid, baby. Daddy got Metroid. Daddy got Metroid. Yes. So the second section we're actually going to talk about, since we're talking about Metroid and games and things of old, we're going to talk about why we collect. And we want you guys to let us know why you collect and how you collect. And if you collect, because a lot of people don't collect, not purposefully. Right. Yeah. Bentley and I, you know, this, the whole gamer like dad channel, uh, my dream was obviously to be doing what we're doing right now. We have actually got to the point where this is the content that I wanted to make. Group hug, like we're group hugging, um, but it's awesome. And obviously, I I have two other children that I want older that I wish you know was involved, but she's a, a little far away. Um, we've made some content together, um, which I'm actually going to post. We have some old video footage, and I'm going to put one up. Oh, of, that'll embarrass her. Oh yeah, go she was it. she she gave me the right or the 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 go yes to put it up. So I'll put it up. But um, Billy and I we started this channel doing Pokemon. Yep, it was did. it was 2020. It was pandemic. We were bored to death, and we loved Pokemon. <laughs> so we spent all That's our right. money on Pokemon cards. You met and a lot. You, you met a lot of great people. Oh, this community right here who watch us, and even though we may not do as many Pokemon cards, we do a little bit here and there. Good people. They're good people, and they supported us, and we support them, and they're fantastic. Great group. Um, but yeah, that's you know we started with that. I have. A few items, as you can look behind. Uh, one of my dreams is to have the ideal weapon wall and uh, collectibles mm-hmm. from movies and games. And, you know, I have the Gallahorn back there. And, of course, the Needler and, and the uh, Pig Sticker back there are, are Legos. But I also like Legos. So it was a perfect meld of weapon and Lego. I picked up the Mega Needler. Yes. The Nerf one. Okay. And just for you guys watching, um, again, collecting, um, I, I'll show you this. I just, speaking of, of my daughter, uh, her and her, she's... There, she's getting married. 
I know it's crazy. I know she's making me old, guys. She's making me old. But her and her fiance, they got me one of the coolest gifts for Christmas. I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna pick it up because it's not within viewing range of the camera. But they got me sword, the sword of omens. Thundercats. Should we unsheathe it? I think you should unsheathe it. Yeah, go ahead. It's it's heavy. Oh wait, there's a, there's a clip. Yeah, and uh, why am I nervous? Uh, oh, yeah. try not to poke any eyeballs out. It is not sharp, but it is a full fifty-four inch blade. It is heavy. Here, you want to hold it? You want me to hold it? Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, I'll try and get it more in the mic. The the oh sorry Mike but there's the jewels on the handle and uh, this thing is an absolute you can tell it's not sharp because I'm holding the blade <laughs> on both sides but this this is like the most realistic weapon I have because Ooh. the Galahorn is just plastic we'll call you Mr Meaty yeah I want to put this on the wall I also want to have Gandalf's staff mm, which oh, is yeah. I think another epic weapon he also has two lightsabers mounted up there. Yeah, you guys can't you see can't the lightsabers. See. And Bentley and I, we went to Disney and did the whole Galaxy's Edge experience. Yeah. Bentley, you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, so we have two of the actual Disney lightsabers that you got to put together at the actual Star Wars place. And uh, it was definitely really cool. A whole experience. Um, definitely worth it and fun to make. Yeah, because you can buy them there, but you can. but the experience is to build them. Yeah. Yeah. They do yeah, this whole like ritual thing. Yeah, yeah. Several Halloweens, you guys too dressed up as uh, Star Wars. Oh, oh yeah. A Jedi outfit is like a go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you don't have anything to dress up as, just throw on a robe and bring a lightsaber. And and this still fits in the collection. And I'm going to hand over to you, to, uh, Dad. On, or actually, I, I might have Bentley do yeah, his go, two go cents. But um, they, they in my recent birthday this year, they <clears throat> gave me permission to buy a 3D printer. Because years I have been talking about wanting to print my own armor set, either a stormtrooper or something like that. And it's going to take time and money uh, to, to print each piece and put it together. That is going to happen someday. And that's going to be amazing. I'm going to have to buy a mannequin so I can set it up and have like in Minecraft where you have your armor standing up, you know, in a corner. Or like a, you could do it in, um, in Skyrim. Remember how you could put the armor sets in your house? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So that'll also further my collection. So I've been a collector of like items that were iconic in games and movies, you know? And then most recently I started thinking, you know, I'm a Nintendo kid and I wanted to, and I want to get back to collecting. And you and I had this conversation. This is what started the segment is what should I collect? Because, well, dad already has a huge collection. He's like, well, you know, you were like, well, just wait. And then you'll have my collection. I was like, no, 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 no. Like you have your collection. I'll have mine. And then, and then we joked because we were like, well, if we both go, Bentley can commune with us on the wall of all of our junk. <laughs> look. Walk into a room loaded with masterpieces and collectibles. <laughs> and I'll be like talking to you guys. Yes. We we would be honored. One wall's dad, one wall's me. Candles. <laughs> dark room. No seances though. Don't don't go too crazy. No. <laughs> yeah. Pass on that. Um but yeah. Uh so we so I'm just gonna start this topic and we talked about um um, completionist versus versus like emotional co- collecting, mm-hmm. you know, more, more long lines of some people have to get everything. Others just collect what they feel. Got to catch them all. Yes. Like Pokemon. We're guilty of that. I mean, we felt that bug for sure. You did. Belly. Do you, I mean, you felt that in Pokemon cards, right? Like the only yeah. one you wanted to collect was. Vivid voltage. Vivid voltage. Yeah. That set in Pokemon. Pretty close. Yeah. You're you are. But I stopped a while ago. Yeah. And you would never buy the cards to complete the set, right? You were so no, adamant no. to pull it. Yeah. Yeah. So that might be forever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm ever going to complete it. Complete but, the set. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's definitely different types of collectors. There's the completionist. Yeah. There's niche collectors who collect, like, who are completionists, but, like, for a certain thing. Yes. And then there's, um, like you guys were saying, Emotionalists is what you call I guess them. emotional collectors also things you the tied to profiteer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you, you go. gotta add that to the bunch because yeah. there are people That's that true. have no interest in the games and do this just for money. That's true too. Yeah. And also there's a side tangent to that. There were people that will buy two, one for them and one to sell. And it helps subsidize, you know, it'll help subsidize their collection, like their 
they're buying. Well, do you things. remember when I was collecting Simpson stuff? Mm-hmm. I had tons of stuff where I had two of them. Oh yeah, one to pull out and play with my Krusty the Clown doll, <laughs> and one to ah, you know, keep sealed those, away. That Simpsons box. So oh, so real quick, there was a there was a job. I was out of town one time, and Bentley I think was along was with uh, my wife and and his mom, and they um, they were clearing out. They were getting stuff ready for a yard sale, and they were like. This, the box of um, what did, what did you guys say? It was something about like mom sent it on the chat. She sent it on the chat, and she's like, "We're gonna make a lot of money with all this Simpson stuff." Like, and I was gone, and they were setting up for the yard sale, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, no, 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 that's Dad Simpson stuff. Like, you you had given it to me to hold, and like, and I was like, "No, I thought it was in the. I thought literally it was gonna be in the yard." And people were just like snagging it. He went pretty crazy. I freaked out. I <laughs> I was like, my heart just sank. And then she's like, just kidding. Oh God. <laughs> I gotta get her back. I've never heard that story. If I did, I totally forgot. Oh, about it. it was a good one. I mean, it was <laughs> kudos to her. I mean, yeah, that's a good heart drop moment. Oh, I freaked out. Okay, so Bentley, you're not really collecting now. Yes. Not really. Well, if, but... you, if you think about it, you know, you're in the latest generation of games. You have some familiarity and have played. What's the oldest game system you've played? Oh, um, the most vintage. Most vintage. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you Wii. played Wii. Wii, probably. Wii or one of the early Xbox. Three sixty. You played three sixty. Yeah, I don't think, think you've played the OG Xbox. No, PlayStation. The three sixty had Skylanders. Oh yeah, that was hype. I loved mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. And then what do you what do you go back to? Um. Well, I definitely go back to OG Nintendo. Yeah. NES. I actually remember playing ColecoVision. Yep. Uh, I even remember playing Vectrex, not because I grew up with it, but because you had it. Yep. Vectrex, I, I remember specifically putting on the little plastic sheets of colored sheets with, with different polygonal um, artwork on them. And it, it laid out basically the map of the game on the screen. It had the best joystick either too. Yeah, it ever. popped out. It was this uh rectangular joystick. Three buttons. Three buttons with the with the joystick on the left. It was awesome. And it would flip out, right? And it was on a it was on a coiled cord just like you have in the old phones, right? And then you'd put those plastic sheets on the screen and then it was the the, the overlays. The, the overlays and there was the linear graphics. I remember playing the one where it was like the bird that was flying through the corridor uh-huh. and you were like avoiding things and trying to Oh, you had a tongue and you were like like licking up little things as you were going down the corridor. Luke, you've turned off your targeting computer. It was very Star Wars esque, but not Star Wars. Yeah. Um so that's how far you go back. Oh yeah, I remember I remember I remember. And then I go well. back to the original Pong, which was in arcades and then came home. At some point in time, I had one of those original Pong machines. I had a Magnavox Odyssey. I had an uh, Atari 2600 or VCS, video computer system. Mm-hmm. So all the earliest ones I owned at one time or another. So why do I still collect? Well, and I was going to ask you, and, and yeah, I don't know. Why do you still collect? Yeah, continue, go ahead. Because I don't have anything else to do. No, I'm retired. Oh, he's retired. He's got nothing else to do. No, no I've, I looked back and I've really been collecting since the 80s. And just putting stuff away for sometime when I had a room to put all this stuff in. Mm-hmm. So it goes back quite a ways. Well, because one of the hot topics is right now uh, game preservation. And there are now organizations that are that people are donating to to preserve games. Well, yeah, because and you made the joke. You're like, I can give them my stuff. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, Which know, is funny. CDs can go bad over time. You can get CD rot. There's not much you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, most recent controversy about the Wii U. A lot of people had them in the boxes and they weren't ever plugging them in. And there's a NAND, which is a circuit on there, which holds all the uh, critical memory of the base operating system mm. because it never got powered on. Didn't even have that little bit of phantom power. It went bad and they all have error codes and their, their Wii U's are bricked. Oh my goodness. So, That'd know, be so disappointing to, right. to think you're preserving it like that. I've seen some people who say they got a way around it, but if you haven't turned on your Wii U in a long time, do it. If it still turns on, just leave it hooked up and then it goes into low power mode. That's the way I've got mine. Yeah. And you'll be amazed when you play Mario Kart or something else on that, how great it looks. It was really an awesome system. Yeah. Unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't have a way to shelve it and make it look you know, nice in a room. You know, you just kind of right. have to plug it in and put it on a desk, which right. is fine if it's going to preserve it for longer. So right. are they saying to plug it in every once in a while and put it away or? You can do that. Okay. 
but if you've left it for several years, there's a chance that you might have this error code. Oh man. Just Google it. Google it guys. And if you have a collection or a system like that, maybe, uh, maybe crack it open. Yeah. Do some research too. You know, we're not the authorities on this kind of thing, but you do know some things about collecting. A bit. <laughs> but I collect, if you looked at my game room, it's a game room full of emotions and memories and love and things that I've have given me pleasure over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not from a monetary standpoint. However, when you do collect, it's fun every so often to go check what the value is of your games. So I just happened to bring a few games Ooh, with me tonight. Bentley's going to be the holder. And whether you're listening to us or watching us, uh, Bentley can describe this first game, what system it's on. Okay. All right. So Ooh, Dino Crisis 2, mm-hmm. PlayStation. Um, made, let's see. Should I read Capcom? something on it? Yeah, made by Capcom. A little something. Um, let's see. Hunter or Hunter or Hunted. A lot of says. people remember Dino Crisis. Yeah. So and that's Dino Crisis 2. Yeah. Let me just hold it up. Yeah. And that's an excellent condition. I'd say that's, and it's complete in box. Okay. So how much is that going for? What's your guess out there? If you can say complete in box mm. Dino Crisis 2 for the original PlayStation, what do you think it's going for? I don't know. It's, you know, not to not, I, the only reason I would think it's a little more is because I know Dino Crisis people liked. Yeah, so I actually have the um, game guide to go with that too. Oh, okay. So the what would you guess, Bentley? No idea. I'm gonna guess sixty bucks. Fifty bucks. Fifty. So the going price on eBay sold auctions is between ninety five and one hundred and ten dollars. Nice for one now, game. Did I buy it because I wanted to profit from it? No, no. because I'm, this is not going anywhere. It's mine, mine, all mine. <laughs> um, then there's the original Dino Crisis, which I need to get a new case for. But this is on the Dreamcast. Ooh. Now, mm. that's a system, when we're talking about systems that are, you know, worth quite a bit. Yeah. Dreamcast is one of them. It's got a uh, pre-owned, uh, what you, it shows what you originally bought it for. Yeah, $14.99. Try to find that for $14.99 right now. Anyway, so what would you guess the Dreamcast version of This is just the original Dino Crisis, not Dino Crisis 2. Am I taking into account the front is cracked? No, because that's going to be replaced with a brand new one. Yeah, so um, I would say, well, it's the original Dino Crisis, and it's on a much more valuable system. So I'm going to say 150 Sounds about right. 85 to 125 Okay, mm-hmm. well. Good guesses, guys. Good guesses. Okay, I've just got a few more to do, and then we'll move on from this. This is fun. This is fun. I like this. This is the one that I didn't ever play the whole game, but I really enjoyed the art style and mm-hmm. just the story between, behind it. Bentley, can you show them Vagrant Story? Yes. Vagrant Story. And honestly, I never really heard of, of this game. Yeah. And that's on uh, PlayStation 1. Great mm-hmm. game. Fun graphics. Really unique. What's your guess on that one? Well, it's a double disc. So, uh, again, 100 bucks. Sure. Let me think. You guys are $5, 80. $5 off, $95. $95, oh, all right. Wow. All right, we got three left to go. But I mean, think about that. that is, you know, we've looked at three games already. That's, you know, almost $400 total, if, I think, if I'm doing the quick math. Yeah, my um, Dreamcast know. collection, which is um, not a ton of games, is about $1,200 worth of stuff. Yeah. Wow. So here's one. It's uh, King of Fighters. And Dreamcast was the last Sega system before they closed. So he, King of Fighters Evolution. And notice that it's a sealed copy. It's never been opened. Yeah, it's got the plastic. Nice. So what do you figure that might be worth? Now, I know that sealed games are worth more. Sure. So uh, now I don't know about the popularity of the game. So 120. 80. 80. 125 to 175. Ooh, 175. And I bet in this market right now, you could get 175 for it because, Probably. It, because it's in wow. such great condition. Okay, yeah. we got two That's more. Nice. Wow, and, I'm surprised about this one. And let me tell you why I say this is because you guys know who've been listening to the podcast that the, our little, Bentley's little brother, our little guy, he is playing Kirby. You know, we're playing a lot of Kirby. We went down the rabbit hole of looking for Kirby games on the 3DS, which is a mistake right now. We'll talk about that. 3DS is way overpriced. Right. And then I've been looking on the Wii U Right. And these games sealed in wrapping versus something that's in decent condition is literally double the price. Yeah. Um, and because now 3DS is the prices are exorbitant right now, people are just going nuts. You can get this on a boatload of different systems. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Mm-hmm. In fact, they've got a new version of this out. Um, 
but this is a complete inbox. And again, the nice thing about these is they got manuals. You open them up yeah. and they tell you how to play the games and they tell you what the weapons are. Mm -hmm. They tell you what the enemies are. Fun stuff. So yeah. What would you guess on that one? Mm. $100? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. 85 And the last one. This is the, this is the crown jewel, right? I was surprised what this was when I went and looked it up the other day. I was like, really? Just looking at Sega Saturn game cases is so cool anyway. Well, they break so easily, too. You have to be super careful with them. That's why I double-packed it before I brought it over here tonight. And they're hard to replace. They're really hard to replace. And uh, the nice part about this, it has three games on it. Sega Ages. It has Outrun. It has Space Harrier. The beautiful case. What's the Afterburner 2. Mm -hmm. And they're great, great uh, versions of it. If you look at them on the um, uh, Saturn... They're awesome looking, especially in a component TV coming out. Yeah, look at the back of that. That's so nice. what would Sega Ages be worth? Well, I already kind of know, so I'll let Bentley yeah. guess. Oh, you know, know too. Well. Yeah. Okay, what do you guys think it would be worth? $300. How about our audience? Anybody know? Just have it in your head. You ready? 345 Even knowing I was wrong. <laughs> 350 bucks. Yeah. That's amazing. So for me, is it important that it's 350 bucks? No, it's nice that it's 350 bucks. Do I have great memories playing Outrun? Absolutely. Do I have great memories playing uh, Space Harrier? Space Absolutely. Harrier? I love Space we Harrier. We lived in Memphis at that time, and we'd go to the arcade down the street and play this game. I ate Space Harrier for lunch. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, so for me, collecting is all about memories. It's about having fun. It's nice if you get something that... Uh, you can hold on to and mm -hmm. not have to sell it because you need money. Mm -hmm. We, Chris and I both have sold things in the past where we needed some bucks and we really regret selling things. So if you're going to collect, try to find something else to sell other than your game collection. Cause once you get it, you can either play two, three or four times as much for it when you go to replace it, or mm -hmm. you may, may not be able to replace it at all. That's true. Yeah. So, and you know, and I was, and that's what I was telling you and Bentley, um, you know, I was in that station in life where we had to sell our thing to buy the next thing. And a lot of people did that my age. You know, they didn't keep the old system. They right. replaced it and bought the new system. I did that with Xbox. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe not every system you, you should keep, but, like, there are some definitely that I wish I had. And I was going to pass it back to you, Belly, as far as the collection scene. If there was something we sold back in the day that you wish we still had, is there anything? Yeah, I mean... It's hard not to be kind of nostalgic about like the first games we had a lot of fun playing. Sure. You know? Yeah. So like, I feel like just some of the first consoles, like for me, we, um, and we, you were both really fun. We had a lot of fun on mm -hmm. those. We've already talked about some of the games that we've played on those, like N N Nintendo land. Yeah. Um, and others. Um, I remember there were several games on the Wii. Mm -hmm. When we sold the Wii to get the Wii U, you asked why we were selling them because we you loved those games. I, I actually I, you could have played them on the I, Wii U. No, they didn't because remember how bad Nintendo was sometimes of bringing games over oh, really? to the next system. That was part of the problem was huh. going from Wii to Wii U. It wasn't that the games weren't all there, right? Huh. And then especially when we went from Wii U to Switch, like that, it took them forever to get. Super Mario U, right. you know, out. Brothers U, the ones where the, you know, the side-scrolling one and stuff like that. Games that we had a lot of fun with. Mm -hmm. I remember you asking me that, and to this day, I'm still kind of like, man. A little echo in your head. I know, that hurts. Daddy, taking my kid's games away Why from him. Why do we have to sell the Wii game? <laughs> I don't know. Because we're I poor. I hate you, Daddy. I hate you. <laughs> we're poor, son. We're poor. Yeah. Oh, one last uh, suggestion. A lot of games are just priced out of sight of our reach. Mm -hmm. But if you buy a mini console... A lot of times you will find those games available on those mini consoles in 720p, uh, HDMI out, and a mini console for 125 bucks. You may get two or three games on there that would otherwise cost you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Mm. There so, you go. Here's an example. Yep. Sega Genesis, 16-bit video game entertainment system. Look at all those bad boys. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. On a mini and there's now a Sega Genesis Mini 2, and they mm -hmm. do some cool things like Space Harrier that we were talking about before. They actually changed the way that it renders so that it's smoother uh, frames per second wise and the colors are better in the whole nine yards. Yeah. So they're making improvements on these too. You know, I never even opened this, this mini system, and I'm almost treating it like it's a collectible. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, but... it's, it's interesting because I had my TurboGrafx-16 one and it's, I paid like a hundred and a quarter for it. 
and it's up to two fifty. That's interesting. Now, those have not gone up in price. Yeah. But the TurboGrafx 16 did. Huh. So who knows? Anyway, so I'm still collecting. I like collecting. I think I collect for the right uh, yeah. reasons. And for me, I have a carefully um, curated group of games that make me happy. Mm -hmm. And that's all it's about for me. Nice. Well, I know our time is running short. Um, if, there, if there was something you were to suggest to our listeners, like, you know, to everybody out there, what would you suggest if they were starting a collection, video game collection? Is there something you think would be worth their time well, searching out obviously if we've just talked about emotional collecting so that people are going to want to collect something they have a connection to but if they just wanted to start a collection if there are still things out there that are a good deal mm -hmm. and aren't going to cost you an arm and a leg like a, a dreamcast console if you don't have dreamcast games you can still get those at a decent price um the old atari 7800 and 5200 5200 had terrible controllers you can get those, but the problem with those is you have to take them in RF through an old type TV. Mm -hmm. So I would stick with things like the Wii, the Wii U, but the prices are just going through the roof now. Wait for them to stabilize. They'll come back down. We were just talking about maybe not the Wii is okay right now, but the Wii U and the 3DS specifically yeah. do not buy right now. Right. Like if you can hold out, don't buy the physical right now. People are taking advantage three times the amount on, on these consoles. Yeah. No, games. Don't do it. Yeah. Make make a wise investment, even though the, even if you're doing it for an emotional reason, yeah. make a wise investment. Yeah. All right, very good. Do we have anything else to add on the collecting side of things, guys? Nope. Is that I'm it? Good. All right. Let's finish this out. We are going to our third section. Okay, that's Castlevania for sure, right? That sounded like Castlevania. I'm going to peek and look. That was Castlevania. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, yeah, so our third section, we're just basically going to talk about what's coming down the pike here in the next uh, next couple of weeks, end of April, basically. Something we're excited about. And uh, I am just going to go ahead and call it right now Minecraft Legends for me. Yeah, That's, uh, yep, I can bring up some video of that. Uh, the um, IGN just did, <laughs> look, they're saying it's not an RTS, even though everybody and their brother's like, it's an action RTS. So it's an ARTS. <laughs> But if you put an F in front of that, it's an F-A-R-T-S. So it's a new farts system. <laughs> so This is the new genre of game, the farts. The farts. So, <laughs> so a full, so, full, so a what does it stand of, for? A group of four people can fart together <laughs> for this game. Real-time strategy. Yeah, okay. That's our dad joke for the evening. I'm sorry. No, that was a good one. So we're watching some gameplay. Um, obviously, you can play four players. You can assign, uh, you know, I don't play RTS games. So there's a lot of people out there, maybe people listening that do play RTS games. Um, but because it's Minecraft, this is probably going to be my baby's, uh, baby's first RTS game is what they call it, right? This will be my first RTS or at least an RTS like. Um, but yeah, you, you get to be, you know, this is your um, base you're building. You have three other players with you. You could assign, you know, jobs, right? To get materials, uh, to go scout things out. Now, it's interesting, you can't destroy other people's bases. You have to actually use the mobs for that. But there's there's a PvP and a PvE, because you still have to watch out for the... Are they called piglins? Pig, piglins, yeah. There's a piglin outpost, and uh, you can go attack them, take them out, or they'll come and attack your your base, too. So, But there's a lot of strategy setting up, like, catapults and, you know, things to take to... Uh, to what to defend your area and uh, and you can see some of the building here um i was a little leery about like you know how difficult the controls might be to get used to it might take a couple hours to be like all right i'm starting to get used to the you know using the d-pad and and going to the menu and picking you know would be nice materials if they had if you're live streaming this it's in one thing but be nice if they had a um spectator mode uh -huh. so people who do want to play it could watch you play it now, IGN just showed this here. They said you can learn with the campaign. They said the cutscenes are really cute. See, like we're watching right here. But they say in the campaign, it teaches you how to do it. Mm. So that's interesting, too. And um, I think I heard another podcast talking about, um, they were talking about that, that they enjoyed the campaign part of it, whereas other people enjoyed the uh, PvP part of it, you know? So are you in on this, Bentley, with me? Are we going to try this? Looks fun. Yeah, Minecraft sure. Legends? Might as well try. Yeah. Tell me all about it when you're done. Are you going mean... to play? Are you going to try? I might try one. It's on Game Pass, right? We did play a little bit of Dungeons. We never put that on the channel, but we did. We all played Minecraft Dungeons back in the day. I sucked. 
well, you know, we were all learning. So anyway, but this, this is what I'm excited about coming, mm-hmm. coming here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and we'll just talk about April. We're not going to talk about May because there's some big ones coming in May and that that's Bentley's territory, but yeah. So, uh, Minecraft legends, it'll be on game pass, which is fantastic. Yeah. Right. So that's another win, which I absolutely plug for Xbox and, and the game and game pass continuing to add to my backlog. I'm not even going to talk about the backlog. It stresses me out mm-hmm. <laughs> to even think about it. But, uh, anyway, so that's, that's Minecraft legends. That's my thing I'm looking forward to. Dad, what are you looking forward to? What's the new star Wars game? Yeah. So here I'll pull up the, we got a video game release list here and, uh, yeah, it's uh survivor. Yeah. Jedi survivor. I haven't finished the other one, mm-hmm. but I am looking forward to it. Yeah. It's coming out here on the 28th. Did you like the first one? Yeah. 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 That's good. I heard the, the gameplay is just, is polished even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, and also didn't the first game get some, criticism with just like the upgrades and like uh, some of the bling you can put it was like poncho you get a new poncho here's a new poncho big deal um, right the other thing was the map and the way that you interface with the uh, map itself some people really gave that a bad review mm-hmm. i don't know i wonder if they've, cha- if they've changed that or updated that i'll have to see i had to go back and play it again before i play this okay so we see that on the list here this is again on ign else? if you guys want to look at ign and their list for april games yeah so uh, survivor uh bentley brought up uh what was it? Um, oh, um, the down a little bit. Down a little in bit. May. Oh, it was um, in May. The Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Gotcha, Gollum. That's interesting, right? Playing as Gollum. It's gonna be. Well, and Bentley fun. asked me. He says, "Are there other good Lord of the Rings games on the OG Xbox and the mm-hmm. PS2? There are some great Lord of the Rings games where you can play Gandalf or mm-hmm. any of the different people in the the, the trilogy of the Rings. Um, yeah, definitely check them out. Yeah." Yeah, there there are a bunch of games I've um I know like the last case of Benedict Fox, a lot of people are looking forward to on April twenty seventh. Um Monster Hunter's getting more Monster Hunter Rise is getting more DLC, Sunbreak. You know, if you like Monster Hunter. We I've always wanted to try to get into Monster Hunter. We just can't I get it. I keep in. trying. It's just like trying to get me to eat a rock. Well, <laughs> well, getting into the systems is so hard. I feel like they're very complicated. I just don't connect with it, which is sad because I know some so many people really, yeah. really love it. Uh, Disney Speedstorm is like a Mario Kart-esque with characters, yeah. yeah. Um, this is just PlayStation. Do we have, is there any more that are exclusive? Yeah, Xbox there's, or? yeah, let's look at, um, oh, here's Nintendo Switch. Um, anything new on Switch coming up? We've got... It, some, some of the thing, same things. Yeah, pretty much the, a lot of the same things um, as far as, uh, I, don't, I don't really see, there are a couple different ones, but I don't really know much about the games. And we see Tots coming out in May. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Totka. We'll talk about Tears of the Kingdom in the next podcast for <laughs> sure. Bentley's a... already getting the uh, the feels. Yeah, it gives me shivers. Do they have an Xbox section? Here's Here's an there? Xbox section for April. We have, um, oh, Dead Island 2. A lot of people are talking about that one. Did you ever play the first one? Yes, I did. You like it? Gory. It's gory. Well, and they're calling this like the flesh system. So like rips and shreds and bone and like it gets really gory. It's, uh, I'm just going to go have a bowl of oatmeal and sit in the corner. <laughs> oh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Never played it on the PlayStation. Did no, you play I probably it? will play that. I need to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one. If it's not, it's not, um, scary, scary, like jump right, scare, right. but it's got an eerie, you know, uh, story to it. Yeah. So that, that's one you might want to check out. Oh, Ghostwire Tokyo. By the way, one point of mention during our last episode, I mentioned that I returned my PSVR two to Sony. Uh-huh. I haven't regretted it once since. Oh, really? Nope. Don't miss it. Yeah. No. So if you're looking at those type of games, I don't care. So it was a good call. Another year or two, maybe. Yeah. It might be worth picking back up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if I don't sell my old system, I'm going to plug it back up. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Are we, anything else we want to talk about that's coming down the line? Uh, one thing I want to announce, guys, we are doing a, um, we're going to do a live stream that it's a charity live stream. I'm not going to say much about it other than it's going to be coming here in the next week or two. Um, look at, look for it. Uh, we're going to announce it on the socials. Um, we're actually going to be getting rid of and selling a bunch of our Pokemon stuff, not selling, actually giving it away. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. It's going to be Don't big, wanna miss it. big chariot event, uh, charity event. We put together a lot of really cool packs, uh, a lot of hit cards. Um, we're giving away some really big hit cards. Um, we're going to put some milestones in there where 
we will give away if we reach a certain dollar amount we're going to open other products and give those away to everybody in the live stream mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. uh and also we're working on a collectible that we're going to give to everybody who donates yeah yeah and something I think, unique that uh you won't get unless you're there no. uniquay Uniqua. it's uniquay yeah. yeah exactly um so look for that guys we're excited we're excited to do that and um anything coming down the line here on your channel Dad? elder yeah. geek gamer that's it. <laughs> no, uh, no I, I will be sharing that um, Baldur's Gate footage that I've been doing on the crypts. Yeah. Some five tips for um, surviving. Gotcha. But that, other than that, nothing planned. And you're still working on your game tour or your game room tour. <laughs> the never ending video. Every time he posts one, he has to make a new one because he's added so much. So that's it's, true. Yeah. We did. We were going to pull up footage of his previous game room tour it's and it's so changed so much that. It's so old. Yeah. You really do need to do another one. Guys, just just let's clear this up too, real quickly. It's very difficult for me to make videos anymore. My Parkinson's has um, increased to the degree that I can't hold a, a camera steady, mm. and on many days my voice doesn't work. Mm. So this has been the big thing, the reason why I'm not doing it. I'm not saying this to get pity or whatever. It's just been a real bitch to try to <laughs> get past this and do it. So yeah, I may have some announcements coming up concerning my health that may help things. But I'm not gonna say anything until I know more about it in the coming weeks. Yep. But uh, I appreciate y'all keeping me in your thoughts. But that's why there's no stinking room tour. Yeah. So go go support Dad Elder Geek Gamer on YouTube. Um, he's got he's he makes great content. But go support his channel. Hit give him a sub, uh, a like, and everything else. Give me a virtual hug. Uh, we're gonna be like I said when we yeah give him a virtual hug. Poke him as they used to do in, <laughs> in Facebook. I think they used to poke. Oh, it was God. really weird. I don't know why. <laughs> so if you could give a YouTube poke, that would be great. Um, but the content we're making here, we're also going to, we're going to share it on, uh, Elder Geek Gamer as well. And, and maybe do just kind of different viewpoints of the, of similar gameplay that we do, you know, so they'll, they'll have some kind of your gameplay versus my gameplay. It'll be fun. We'll mix it up. Well, don't look at my gameplay cause it's all shaky. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, playing uh, Baldur's Gate the other night and the characters are going, <laughs> it's like, you gotta laugh. Oh man, go give go give Dad a poke over on his channel. And uh, guys, we we appreciate again. Uh, if, again, if you're new and this is your first time, we appreciate you appreciate you hanging out with us for uh, episode seven. Uh, us getting nostalgic with the uh, the collecting. Yeah, we're gonna be episode eight, end of the month. We're doing it, guys. I said we were gonna do every two weeks, and here we are. This was two weeks from the last one. And if I don't say so myself, it's quite a good episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well done, chaps. Well done. Round of applause from everybody. Very good. Very good. Again, thank you guys so much. And we will see you in the next one.